and welcome to The Hack, the straight-talking smart tech podcast where we discuss the ever-changing world we live in today. It's time to start thinking differently, so tune in and buckle up for some home truths as Hull and East Yorkshire's very own digital tech experts talk transformation and change, focusing on people, process and technology. We're back. Certainly are. We are. I'm super excited. I think, same for me, I think uh, this podcast, I, I set you guys a bit of homework, didn't I? Yeah. A little exercise. Bit of a I challenge. Look, I always like to look back on my journals, on my planning, and, and looking back, and it's a real simple exercise, and it's a task where you, it's a piece of paper, two columns, column one, you write down what you're going to keep. So you look back at 2023, and you, and you think, right, what things am I going to keep in my life? Yep. And you do a second column, and you start with what am I going to you know, get rid of, uh, yeah, what, yeah. what's going to go, let yep. go of. So do you want to go first, Dino? What do you pick up on that? Yeah, I think, so for me, the, this question you give us end of the year came at a good time. I think we formed our SLT team, which is our senior leadership team. We formed that sort of middle of last year. And it helped me piece together towards the end of the year what I need to do to be focused, to be able to achieve the goals, not only for myself, but for the company. What I came up with was I want to keep my family and friends circle. I've got it quite closed off at the minute, but it's I believe it's where it needs to be. And the reason for that is because obviously close friends and family are valuable to you to bring and over. You get like a well-being from them, which is positive. Quality time with the kids, I think that's another area I want to stick close to and work on. Same with the wife, some weekends away, etc. Focus my time on, on special time alone, away from the kids as well as being with the kids, if you like. A, I think you need, you need both. Yeah, yeah you, you, need, you need both. Uh, exercise is another one. Uh, I get a lot of fulfilment out of that, making sure I stick to that. Uh, and I think, again, back to the SLT thing, what we we on last year with the company was clients. We found, well, me especially, I think this is more of a learning thing from management and the way we've been working recently, but learning that my time spent with valuable clients, customers who, who value their own success and want to succeed are working with us. And if my time is spent with those, obviously that helps us succeed as well and grow as a company. So I've, I've, I've drilled in a bit. I've got a lot of detail on them as to why I want to do it, but they're what I want to keep. Uh, leave behinds, I've got quite a few. I've got uh, unstructured time with undesirable individuals. And what I mean by that is spending time with the wrong people that are not really bringing any contribution to me. That could be friends, it could be family, it could be work. And it's a lot of my time last year was sucked into doing tasks or helping individuals what wasn't really worth my time, in, in all honesty. Linking back into that, because people maybe yeah. aren't listening to all of our podcasts, we do a lot on Giant, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. And I think, yeah. I think it's quite interesting listening to you say that, if you want to this, Paul, is because it's nature, he always wants to be there for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, so, he does. So I think that's quite a powerful one, learning to, to say no. Yeah. I think looking at Dean's journey last year as well, it's really cements what, where he's going because 12, 14 months ago, he wouldn't be saying them things, would he? No, no and, I, and I think, again, that the part of it, so part of the SLT is we know where we're going. Me more with understanding what we're doing as a business. What changed that, though, What in terms of uh, what gave you that clarity? I, I think go, going into the SLT and understanding my value to the company, understanding my role more, it's brought a lot of confidence and vision to me, if you like. So I've got the confidence to be doing what I'm good at. Uh, where sometimes I didn't necessarily have that. And I think just knowing where the business is going and, and how we get there. Part of the SLT is focusing how we get there. 
And and some of these things which I'm calling out at the minute, where my time's wasted, it's not going to help me help the business get where we need to be. If you like, I love that. Um, That's great. Yeah, that, that, that same things. Family members and and friends that are not bringing any positivity to my life. Sometimes we all do it. We get asked to go on a night out with the group of people you haven't seen for five or ten years, and you're like, oh, I can't really be bothered. But I'll I'll go and make an effort. It's like I'm not really interested. They're not going to bring anything to me anymore. There's no value for me going. It's more value for me sitting at home with my family. No, but I think interesting. We always talk about this at this time of year in terms of radiators and drains. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes it's, our friend circles change, our business circle change, things change. But I always think it's not so much the them circles haven't changed. It's you've it's changed. Yeah. Understanding that, recognise that, and, it, and it's okay. And it is a challenge, isn't it? We have a group where we only see each other once a quarter, don't we? Yeah, we do. But we always feel energised. Yes, because you, yeah. it feels like you haven't been apart. Yeah, but then yeah. the other side of it though is having that power to say no when life is getting a bit on top and let yeah. that go. I think that's I think that's a great one. There, again. Yeah, yeah, and that, that that's one. Of the, it ties into what I want to keep and leave behind. Is if I can ditch these unstructured events that I don't want to be going to, or, or meeting people that are not bringing any value to me, I can be spending that time with what the things I want to keep, which is that time with my family. So yes, yeah, so that, that's a big one. And yeah, and again, tasks without specific value. I think last year I was doing a lot of tasks that didn't necessarily bring any value to the business. A lot of wasted time, things what I thought needed to be done. When in hindsight, when I sit back and reflect, it was tasks that I should have passed on or documented and give to somebody else. So again, it's just that understanding where my time's best spent within the business as well, which has been a big one for me. But I think the hard bit on that is, anyone listening, we work really hard on understanding what we class as our habu, our highest and best use. 70-30. 70-30, yeah. And it, I think it's, if you don't understand what your highest and best use is, it becomes a, a, a bit of a challenge on that. So I think, yeah, great work. It sounds like you, they've really challenged them questions. Yeah, they, they any, have, they any, have, yeah. Any other bits we missed there? Is that you done? No, I just, no, I think, Again, I think I'd have really struggled with that though. Paul said last year I wouldn't have said any of that, but I feel like where we've been heading last year, middle of last year as a business and the team we've put together, I think it's clarified a lot of these. So it's made it's made these questions quite easy this time. I love it. What you got, Paul? So 2024, I think I've started planning for 2024 in the latter end of 2023. And it's just a part of just carrying it on. I think what was a big... For keeping with me, a lot of my focus is family. I wasn't really good. I was very poor at switching off. Very poor at switching off. But during 2023, my wife had a bit of a health scare. And it really focused me because you can work as hard as you like. You can create whatever you want. But in a flick of a switch, it can change. It can all be gone. And it really focused my attention on where my focus needs to be. Don't get me wrong, I want to grow Think Mental Health, I want to grow other businesses, but it really doesn't stop me being where I need to be with my family. So I'm really making that a part of it. I'm really making part of um, keeping active, getting out walking. I think some of my best achievements and some of my best ideas during 2023 was whilst I was out walking and had clarity and being able to switch off. So I want to keep that going. I want to. I want to keep that going. Um, I want to be more consistent. That's with business, family, and health. Um, because if you haven't got them three, um, what's the point of um, working all the time? Because if you haven't got your family, you haven't got your health. 
um, you struggle. Um, what's the other things? Friendships. Sometimes I think I'm poor. And the reason I think I'm poor, I'm not a poor friend. I believe sometimes... Well, you don't get your hand in the pocket of the bar. I get my hand <laughs> in the pocket of the bar. I think that's my... I think the other ones, connecting, keeping connected with people. Well, it? Just unpack that one again, though, in terms of that one. You've seen you're a poor friend. I, 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 I don't, I'm struggling with that one, if I'm honest. Not a poor friend. If somebody rings me up and says, Paul, I need you, I'll be there like a flash. I don't think I'm great coming forward. I don't think I'm the best to pick the phone up and be the first one to pick the phone up. And I need to be better at that. And I'm going to be better at that in 2024. Good, good goal for you to have? Good goal for me to have. Um, things I want to things I want to get rid of. I think I started during 2023. I got rid of some of the things that I loved to be with the people I love for the reasons I give in keep. I've scouted for Hull FC for 20, 24 years. I gave that up to give me more time with my family. Andy's Man Club... I'm still with Andy's Man Club, but I pulled away from a position with Andy's Man Club. You were in a paid position, weren't you? In a paid position, I pulled away from that to give me more time with people that I loved. So my focus on 2024 is a continuation from 2023, but be more consistent. And I think we've talked about this, be more intentional with what I do, not accidental. No, I love that. No, great ones. For me, echoing again, just letting go of... Well, let's start with things I'm going to keep my friend circle, but think of it like what you were saying, be more intentional. And I think the, the we're five years into this Think Cloud journey, yeah. and it's been tough. It's been really tough, as you'll know yourself, with, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And there's always something new and shiny. We've got Think Giant this year to be shiny. Yeah. We've got Think we've got Think Cloud to, to go to that next level. Yeah. But for me, I think what I'm going to really keep is my own ice and best use. No, I'm spending more time in the SLT, really loving that um, role, like you mentioned. Loving doing the 10-10-10s I'm doing, getting loads out of it, because I spot, I spot tiny little things, but they're just tiny little things that seem to help, which yeah. you've called me up on that, which I you know, thank you for. And just, I think, I'm, I keep not forgetting what the one big thing is, like you've yeah. just mentioned there. It is the family time. And again, for me, Strategies around why I'm doing that is you know, a big one for me. Is we lost the we used to have the caravan, didn't we? Yeah, which I know you you miss as well. Yes, yeah, certainly miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gutted. Um, <laughs> the, the kids have got bigger, so you know we had to let that go. But on the same note, we went over the, the miss had to have some sort of big conversation on what we're doing with the house and what we're doing. The house thought we was going to move, and she didn't want to move. We're letting go of the where the house was. We've you know been fortunate enough to put like a, you know a little bit of an extension on, just make that space. Better, so we can keep spending more time in the, in, the, in the family home, so we can win. And letting go of some other stuff, I worked a lot last year um, at the office. I was working late doing content and other stuff, and I did work. You know, I got the balance better, but for me this year, is we're making some massive moves. We've got some great new ideas, haven't we? We have, yeah. Um, people in the sales admin roles. We've got loads more people coming in, and just super excited to see. Let the, let, I'm going to let go of some of the bits of the business, some of the areas where we're bringing experts in and other people in who can do stuff far better than what I can do, Scott can do, even yeah. you can do. Um, so I'm going to let go of um, trying to have control of all the bits and micromanage. I'm going to let it, let 
let the great people of employed do what they need to do. That'll be great for you, won't it? Yeah, exactly. It'll be great for you because you'll be able to think about other stuff and where you're going forward even more, won't you? So I, so I think, yes, I think that's it for me, where, where I'm going. Any of the bits, what, you know, any ideas what have come up from you guys? Because I think for me, your point there is what we're definitely going to keep is the walks. Yeah. I'd like to get that more structured this year. Um, yeah. So we need to have a bit of a brainstorm about this. So And we will do. Yeah, and we'll get some dates out for everybody because loads of people have asked me about that. Loads and loads of people have asked me. Because other things like I let go of, I've always been part of B&I. I love B&I. I was part yeah. of it for you know, seven years myself. I had to let go of it because... I need to spend more time with my team and everyone in the team in the organisation, and I need to spend more time um, with my family and other bits that you can't do everything. You know? No, and even business meetings. A lot of the business meetings that I go to now, the first conversation that people speak to me about is love your walks, yeah. love coming on your walks, love seeing you out on your walks. It gets them out on the walks, so it's brilliant. Even though they don't come with me, they go. Oh, after seeing you going out on your walks, we've jumped on and we do our own. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And I think I want to keep this year as well, I want to keep getting some great guest songs. I think looking back last year, we had some amazing guests Oh, some fantastic year. guests. Some When you go back through the roster, some great guests, some great podcasts, some great learning. And I just think, I do love the podcast for the little bits of reflection. That yeah. Like, like today, it's like true reflection. Yeah. Um, oh, you're not, on, on no, the, same thing. Um, do you know, but... First podcast of the year. I'm excited for the rest. I think some of the guests we've had on though over the the, the last twelve months are gonna be hard to beat, aren't they? So we're gonna, if we're gonna raise the bar, it's gonna be difficult, isn't it? If we're gonna raise the bar, there's gonna be some fantastic guests coming on, isn't there? Because when you look back at the guests we had on in twenty twenty three and listen to them, there was some some brilliant some, guests. What some of the answers that they came up with and the inspiration I remember Dan Cockrell from um, Disney, how his journey started, and I quote this to everybody, started in the car park, Yeah, ended up running Disney, unreal. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, amazing. Later on, the last one in 2023, we had Luke Campbell telling us about his story, unreal, yeah. unreal. Yeah, I missed that one, but in a brilliant podcast, I was not happy. Can't remember why I missed. Ah, I got stuck at a client's, didn't I? Yeah, you was. Yeah. Again, had to service the client. Yeah, yeah. For the greater the company, so uh, yeah, missed that one. No, but, but I'm really looking forward to 2024, and um, let's see where it goes. Because if it's out late 2023, it's going to be some rad. Yeah, I think we need to set a little challenge on that. Seeing as we're we're introducing, we're, we're back in the new year, introducing ourselves again to the podcast to set the scene. We need to get some guests and and really raise that bar, and let's see if we can. If we, we've got uh, achievements we want to push for business, podcast-wise, need to get some so, other guests. That's our challenge. Yeah. When was that guest you booked, anyway? What? Oh, there you look at him. Bit straight away on it, when I bit there. So I've got I've got some more questions for us. Yeah, yeah so, go on. So we've done... So I wanted to have a little look back at um, reflection on personal growth, Yeah. which I think that area was. Anything else you want to add on sort of personal growth, what you're working on? No. I've got plenty. I've got plenty on where I think we went through... 10, 10, 10 today. We had a one-to-one, didn't we? Give me some areas which I'm already working on, but some good tips at the same time. But no, I've got plenty to go at. Man's my um, health, um, my physical health. I'm really working on that in 2024. I've already booked. I'm doing Paul for Brain 10K. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm doing the Andy's Man Club 10K. And I'm doing the Great North Run 20K. Um, so I've me, got... I've got Richard th- in that. Uh, yeah. Mm. So I've got three booked in this year already. So well. 
I need to set myself goals and challenges because yeah, yeah. it gets the best out of me. Yeah. So I've set three there, and I'll be doing some more stuff. We're doing the Andy Van Club Dalima. Is it Dalima? Yeah, that's it. Dalima. Yeah, yeah. I always get confused. Yep. What's that? What's that? It's like um. We're going to 10k. Right, okay. that on. Yeah, yeah, you, you might be interested in that yeah. one. Yeah, definitely. Do you, you do know the Great North runs a half marathon? Yeah. 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 I'll, you I'll, breeze that one anyway. I'll just, yeah. yeah, I don't know what I'll do after dinner, but do that <laughs> in the morning. I can't do the half marathon. I'm away with Did like I tell dinner. you the story when I did the Great North <laughs> run in 2007? You did, but the guess what? Not. I know you did it. But, well. So I did the Great North run in 2007, and I ran with a guy you might know, Mo Farah. Yeah. I think I had so as I got over the starting line, because my pace, you have to stand at the start back, at the back. The back. <laughs> yeah. When I got over the start line, more far had finished. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true, that. Yeah, yeah. No. I didn't come last. Yeah. I didn't come last. There was a brass band behind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the good. point is, you turned it. Turned up it. And I, yeah, and I will do, and I'll do it this year. And that, that's been a... a, a a step change for me, what Luke, Luke's been challenging me on, again, just to wrap up the personal growth one is, man, is sleep, big one for me is sleep, so I've been having magnesium before I go to bed, like t- like two hours before I go, tablets, sleeping like a baby, so I'm really focused on getting the, getting that seven to eight hours in, because my, my sleep, I've always been four and a half, five hours max, and, yeah. I, and I just get up, and that, that's my, my sort of thing, so I'm definitely working on that, and then I'm running more, yeah, I'm starting to run more, and my rugby that like, I like playing my masters. I've, I've really been challenging myself, and I'm gonna have to change the shorts. I'm gonna have to go in the shorts, so I don't have to have the full impact. The gold? No, not the gold. I'm gonna have to go to red. I'm gonna have to. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? It's so uh, it's, it's like grab. It's not as, uh, not as the body. The, I played last year, and in the end, I played some a couple of good games, but I'm 42. The body's not there. It's not. It's what not you've there. got? Yeah, but I've watched you last year, right? And you know when you said you're putting these red shorts on, is that so nobody can hit you? Can eat, they can eat you, but it's not as hard. What about you hitting somebody else? Um, no, you've got to take it steady. <laughs> yeah, all right then. So, I'll, right. so we'll so let you know at the end of the year. It's an area of personal growth, isn't it? Yeah, it's an area of personal growth. <laughs> but part, part of that, though, is that in like, we've been playing football, haven't we? Yeah, keep yeah Tuesday night. Yes. I've had football. I want to keep the rugby, the banter, and I need to let go of it. I don't have to be in the thick of it like I used to be to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, after play, and I think there's a lesson there for me on that. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a bit more running, so some areas. So that, that's sort of me wrapped up. You got you got any other bits? No, I'm cool. You you done? No, same thing. New year and hopefully a a more I don't know structured year. That's what I'm aiming for. Get us where we need to be. I love it. I, I think that. other bits. What tech advancements are we looking forward to this year? I'll start. Obviously, on, I'm, obs- I'm obsessed with AI. Yeah, um, I just really believe. The way that's coming on now, I was getting integrated into how we live, work, and play. It's it's going to be a game changer this year. There's some exciting things from Microsoft coming out with the Copilots, Google with Duet. Um, just so much competition out there at the minute. And when you get big tech competing, look at the iPhone and the Androids, and just look at where it goes. Um, super excited um, to see what what this year is going to shape out like. Because again, for us, we've launched Think Giant, haven't we? Yeah, uh, it's a, a leading um, tool, and I, and I think. When you look at how AI is impacting that and how technology is changing that, let's talk back then. Remember when you know we first met you know, back in the day in my previous career? Mm-hmm. I remember it must have been how many years ago was you doing your MVQ in leadership? Oh, ten years. How long have been in here now? Five years here. So nine, ten years, nine, isn't ten it? Years. At least, yeah, yeah. I remember you having to do your maths and your English and and then getting yeah. to it, and it took you two years to do all that. And yeah. I remember coming in and seeing you in Melton 
doing your MVQ and your folders and yeah. supporting you. Like, how painful was it to do that MVQ? It was difficult, yeah. Struggled, but... And then in comparison, if you compare and contrast that to what you've learned in the last 18 months as doing Giant, yeah. Netflix for leadership, yeah. what's the difference? I think because you're future thinking, you saw that I needed the MVQ because you knew where we was going. At the time, I didn't see it as that. I didn't understand leadership. I didn't understand personal development or development of staff. I didn't see any of it. I didn't see the value of it. I didn't see the process to it. So looking back on it now, it was like a stepping stone to start that journey of learning. And I've been in IT every day as a learning curve, but not to that extent. You know, Leadership is a completely different learning path. Um, but it set the foundation for where we need to be, and it's it's obviously worked, hasn't it? Because we've got some we've got some great leadership tools in now, haven't we? Oh, world class leadership. And what would you say with that? Because I, I remember when was it you started thinking mental health? When was that Christmas? What Christmas was it when you rang me? Do you remember the conversation? Two thousand and nineteen. Do you remember that phone call when you when it Boxing Day you was having to do your test? Yeah, Boxing Day I was teaching doing your teacher test, wasn't it? Teaching assessment, and I just turned up and I said I can't do it anymore. What did you, and what did you say? To, what did I say to you? You've got two options. You either follow your passion, follow your dream, or get a job. It's easy. Because people were ringing me up. I'd had 30 odd years in food processing. People were ringing me up saying, come and wait for me, Paul. But it's not the it's not the avenue I wanted to go down, so I had to knuckle down and do it. So I spent 10 hours that boxing day learning because yeah. I wanted to kick off I remember saying in to you, January. To get what you have, to get what you, you've never had before, you've got to do what you've never done before. Yeah. You've got to be so uncomfortable doing what you're doing. Yeah. But you can do it. Oh, totally, 100%. And I didn't think I could. Didn't think I could. And, but that's another, it's another story that I can tell. It's another part of my journey that I had to go through. And it's another bit of experience you can pass on. Because yeah. there's thousands of people out there who would have felt the same as me. And who still do. 100%. And it's absolutely brilliant. And if I'd have had the education 10, 15 years ago, like I have now, and what Giant can deliver, it'd have been a game changer for me and the company. Yeah, exactly that. And what what have you learned about yourself, both of you, in, in this sort of journey then from that? Man, I, I, I think the first part of Giant, and I say the first part of Giant, because we've been on it, uh, what was it, a couple of years now? 18, well, 18, two years. Coming two up, years, so yeah. Just, just about when I first brought in. Um, I've understood... A lot about myself and how I come across. And I've also understood how to deal with different types of personalities in depth, I believe. I've got some good examples of that. But I think the way it's changed this year primarily is because of the way we're going as a business and the way I've learned a little bit more about the role and what what ThinkCloud expects of me. I'm having to use some of the voices that are not my natural traits. I'm having to put different type of voice in. I'm having to, I'm having to be a bit more guardian, diligence. I need more to process, be yeah. more process driven and more formal, uh, more constructive time with staff. And it, it's hard. It, it, it's hard to change your voice order. But once you've done giant and you understand that you need to jump into these different voices at times, that's basically what I'm trying to bring in at the minute is to use the different voices that I've learned in the platform. Different tools, different way of thinking. Yeah, just to, yeah. again, anyone listening, this isn't about putting yourself in a box, it's just understanding that we all think different. Some people yeah. are extrovert, some people are introvert, some people are really focused on tasks, some people are focused on people more, and it's just understanding that we can all link to all of them. But I think for me, 
giants like the leading edge of psychometric leadership, it, it gives you a, a, a mirror to hold up to yourself yeah. and for others to do the same. And I think what, how amazing is that? And I think the challenge we've got is, back to this question I had on this, I, I see a change in leadership. I see AI changing the way we learn. Um, I see tech changing the way we learn in, in complete new ways. For example, I, I, when I came out into, into, into your office earlier, you guys have done this task and you've gone through it all. And just explain the way you used AI to, to sort yourself. Yeah, so obviously I got the question. I dropped the question into AI. Um, but rather than me structuring the question formally on a document, I put in my answers underneath and I asked ChatGPT to structure the questions in correspondence to my answers, but then to structure it in bullet points uh, and then a bit further once it had come back to restructure it again into two lists, one keep and one leave behind. Uh, where that had took me, although it's my answers contributed to the, the overall outcome, it had took me probably 30 minutes to do it. I think yeah, I did it in less than a couple of minutes for me. Uh, and I think what we're seeing now is we're working to, uh, towards having what's called a general intelligence. And AI is going to have a general intelligence. And what I mean by that is at the minute, the models you've been seeing, like your chat GPTs, things like that, they, have, they make mistakes and their errors. Like, I had you, sir, can you do that for you? But you, what did you mention before? It didn't have enough context for your answers, did it? Exactly. It's what you feed it. You've got to feed it the right questions for it to give you the right answers in the right format. Dean put all his information in, but Dean put more detail in than I did. And Dean got the result that he required. I didn't. But, I, but the shift that's coming. But, yeah. So the shift that's coming. There's a, a new product. Go, if anyone's listening, go, go research it. Google Gemini. That's touted, as I'm sure ChatGPT will come back again. But Google Gemini's touted that it's actually got a level of general intelligence. And and what I'm predicting, because it is January, I made predictions last year that AI was going to be everywhere. Yeah. I was right, when I? Yeah. I'm making predictions yep. th this year that we will see AI reach a level of general intelligence that surpasses humans this year. Right. And where I think that causes some challenges around governance and containment, and have a, you know, I think we have to we'll have do a separate podcast on that, but what I mean is... Containment for me is the genie's already out of the bottle. So it's about make, really making sure that this is contained um, and used in the right way. So let's talk about we've got election. We're going to have elections coming up this year. Can we trust what we're going to be seeing on Facebook and social media on AI that can do voices as us, can yeah. do videos as us? Yeah. So we're coming into a, a real new area now where I think we need to look at containment. We need to look at how this technology is used. And also, we're already starting to see you know, AI. Um, policies we've got one in our business if you listen to this podcast go to our website and um, think-cloud.co.uk you can download a template done for you and it's about being transparent that we are using ai we use ai to edit this podcast to take out all of our ums you know ums and ahs yeah. so we, yep. we know we're transparent sometimes we might make a little bit of a mistake we might i've done it before when i james i had james ash on my friend yeah i know he lives in turkey but for some reason when the mic starts recording i was saying he lived in greece he doesn't live in greece so we can use AI to just go over and overdub the mistake I've made. So we're going to see a lot more than that. We've got AI built into our Google Duet tools now, haven't we? Yeah. And these are, but we're looking at we use different models, but we've got the data controls because at the minute you've got one AI is good for one thing. It's not always good for another yeah. thing. Some are good at writing code. So for me this year and my predictions hot, hot on, like I said last year, ChatGPT's only been around about a year. It's had over a hundred million on it. I predicted this, you know, twelve months ago. What I'm going to predict is that these AI models are going to surpass our own human levels of thinking. And that gives us a problem because 
all of a sudden we've got a piece of technology that's actually better than us. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that's used and adapted in the right in, way. In the right way. I see misinformation being one of the biggest challenges. So it's just making sure. So, so I see that, and they also see um, shifting dynamics. So I've got the I've got the tech one, um, and, the, and the shifting dynamics for me is um, just the whole world's going to change because um, this technology. And what I mean by that is. We're moving into a, a world where we've got free energy with solar and renewables. Um, this talk of, of the Saudis uh, building a, a dam, moving water and using solar energy and all this. So these, we're able to do things that we could never do before. But I think it's going to change the way we work. Jobs are going to change. Everything's going to change. So I think we're really going into it into a new shift. And I think more than ever, people really need to find work that they really do find gives them a sense of purpose yeah. is what I'm saying and I think when I talk about shifting dynamics I think you'll be busier than ever because companies need to restructure mental health we talk about it's okay to talk but is it really in organisations I think we're going to start seeing that getting called out do you want, I, to, do you want to add to that yeah I, I believe the companies that I work in and um, the people that I've met over the last three years a lot of companies have fantastic EAP programmes What's the EAP program for so employment assistance program where people yeah. can ring up and get assistance from a counselor or there's information on this there's some tools about mental health and it's great absolutely fantastic honestly they're brilliant but a lot of people want to just speak to somebody want to speak to a person they don't want to go on to online and type in some to just want to speak to a person and I've seen a growth in that and I've seen the res- better results because sometimes people want to speak to people. And I think we're forgetting about just basic comms and basic communications with people. And I think that's where I've seen grow in 2023. Even though companies got fantastic EAP programs, everything, they've got apps, they've got stuff brilliant. But people just want to speak to people. I think it's like what we said about, we talk about the man club all the time yeah. in terms of the growth we have. And then more and more clubs just keep growing and growing. And I think the, the big challenge is we don't have the tools or, or the vocabulary to talk about mental health. Yeah. But I think more than ever, we need to be talking about mental health. But we need to be talking about jobs are going to change, job roles are going to yeah. change. All this AI that we're talking about is going to automate a lot of tasks. Like, Dean, you do project minutes and loads of different stuff. What you used to hate doing. Mm-hmm. But you use AI and you don't mind it now. No, I actually, you, you actually, actually enjoy doing like it. That, didn't you? Yeah. Just talk, talk through that. Yeah, I've used it for same pe- same page meetings. It's again, it's all about what you put into it as to what you get out. But I actually, my challenge has always been getting what's in my head, getting it onto paper, and so it's readable and it's understandable and it's clear. That's what I've always struggled with um, because I know what I want to say, but sometimes it doesn't come out properly on paper. Me using these technologies has allowed me to excel, really, at doing report writing and, and doing meeting notes and same page meetings and st- structured processes. Because it can do it 10 times, well, a million times better than I can, so why not use it? As long as you're giving it the right information, you get the desired outcome. Yeah. You know, and you showed that earlier, didn't you, when we was preparing for this podcast? Yeah. If, do you know what's coming out of it at the other end? It's... It's been invaluable to me, really, because some of the stuff that I've been able to pick up and, for example, we do a lot of five Y processes in the business, don't we? To Ex- invest, ex- in. explain what is for someone. We basically will find out if if a problem's occurred within the business. Basically, the five Y process is simply asking the question why five times to get down to the root cause of what's actually happened. But AI has allowed me to investigate it further. 
put give it more detail and get it to really dig into what what AI thinks has gone wrong, and that really relates and corresponds to what we've already documented as well. So we're actually that's that bit of information there is critical what you what you're pulling out of it, and it's helping us piece together what's gone wrong and then build processes on top Action of that. plans, yeah, yeah, to to stop it happening again. And, and ultimately, what you're talking about there is exactly what I predicted anyway. In terms of we're gonna we're gonna see AI augment us and when I use the word augment what that means is it sounds like a fa- fancy word but what it means is it's just going to enhance what we do yeah. and, and all of a sudden spot things that we didn't know so you've seen me write a full strategy on it last year yeah. you know, the full strategy that we're going to execute this year we built last year didn't we yeah me and you remember we had a Saturday morning I said come on let's come in and you watch me feed the AI all this data and it come up with an amazing game changing strategy right? and saw things and spotted things that we knew was needed one of these things that you know that what we're bringing to the market is a process called speak up, speak out. Yes. Yeah. You know, you, you like that, don't you? And and we're kind of unlocking the power of it being okay to talk. Now the difference with that is when you look at that and we unpack that, is we're very fortunate in the process we've got in this business of a ten ten ten. It's a ten ten meeting. Is a ten minutes for Dean, ten minutes for a manager, and ten minutes to agree next actions. But it's not really about anything you're doing in the here and now. It's all about future thinking. Yeah. We start with a peace index, making sure yep. we're all right across sort of five dynamics, aren't we? What we're really checking in on. And that sort of drives a meeting where, you know, if, got, if Dean's got his personal health not good or his home life or vice versa or I did the same. How can you help? We know straight away we've got a challenge there and we can have a conversation there, don't we? Yeah. Uh, because we can't multiply our leadership if we're not healthy ourselves, can we? It's a challenge. But then that structured time we have, I think not a lot of organisations don't know how to do that. They don't know how to approach it. And I think from a leadership point of view, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the time, leaders think that they've got all the answers and we don't have to have all the answers. So I think we've got a massive challenge for businesses anyway around culture and mental health. And I think it's going to get even worse, is my predictions, um, if they don't know how to speak up and speak out. Yep. And I, th- I think 2024 is going to be very interesting. I think with a, with a giant platform and speak up and speak out, what we're going to... I think over the last three years, I think we spot we spotted some gaps that we can really help companies succeed. And a lot of it comes down to communication, doesn't it? Yeah. Just, just communication. It's what we've been talking about in the last five minutes yeah. in different forms. Yeah. We ten ten 10s your peace index, and things like that. It's all communication. And I think what I'm going to make the prediction this year is um, career and skills development. And that's going to be bigger than ever before because if you've if, We've already got the economic challenges we're facing. It's been a challenge these last couple of years. I think it's going to continue to be challenges with people getting mortgages or you know, getting money is no longer cheap like it used to be. Um, but it never was cheap in the day, was it, Paul? So yeah, I think we've got a, a lot of people struggling with that mortgage. We're going to see mortgages rising this year. So I know I'm painting a bit of a doom and gloom picture. But whenever there's a big shift like this, there's always a massive opportunity. There's a massive opportunity coming for businesses. We talked about it in COVID, pivoting and I'm going to talk about it again. Businesses must pivot, must be looking at what they do, and not so much just businesses, but um, people in job roles must pivot because their eyes, they might not be doing their eyes and best use in the business anyway with true creativity and, and true... You know, be, I, I think businesses need, need to bring proper customer service back, bring people back. You, you mentioned this already. Businesses have got to talk to each other internally, but as customers, we want to talk quicker, don't we? Yeah, we um, want to talk to people, not spend 40 minutes on hold. Yeah, but so we want to find access to information yeah. really quick. Yeah, yeah. But we, might, we might want some good advice and we want to talk to someone. So I think that's going to happen a lot more. Um, and, and I think the challenge is, and this is, this is the challenge, a lot of the skills people are going to need 
the jobs aren't being created for him just yet. You know, and, and what I mean by that is the way technology's changing, how things shift. You know, it, it's really deeply understanding what, what's needed. You got any ideas? Are you thinking about that? What are you thinking? No, I think you're right. Just the way I think my role's changed, to be honest, just by adopting these sort of technologies. I think you mentioned it earlier about at the minute I'm helping one of our leaders develop and what I'm doing at the minute is you know, I've been using AI for certain things and, and capturing process and, and building documentation. Um, but that's like you mentioned a minute ago, it's, it's a part of doing that job for the other person where Paul's talking about the sometimes you just want to talk to a human, that personal interaction is. Where I need to be really clever, which is what you helped me with, apart from the AI, is what am I doing additionally, apart from using AI to bring these processes, what am I doing to help develop the other person? Because AI ain't going to do that. That needs to be me. And that's a different flick in the mindset where it's the the, the role of AI is going to go one way, but you're still going to need that human interaction there. You still need these people to lead and develop and... Be there for someone to build listen room, to. emotional resilience. Yeah. You know, holding people accountable is a challenge. Yeah, it's a skill, and it only—it's like a muscle, and it only happens if you've got everything documented. You've got to be consistent. Um, you've got to call people up, not call them out, and yeah. you've got to create really healthy cultures, which is really difficult to do. So, I think a lot of companies are, are, are going to struggle with that. And I think part of that next bit as well for organisations, why it's always good to do this in January, is future visioning. And a lot of them will already have you know visions in place. But like, look at your business. Th- think mental health. Look how you've pivoted. So you've gone from doing a service that mental health first aid training, and then you highlighted that cult- cult- all these businesses had cultural problems. Yeah, cultural problems. So comms communication problems and culture. And we had to bring the companies in alignment. That's from top to bottom, bottom to top. Everybody had to be going in the same direction because. You can put all the training in you like, all the training you like, but if you haven't got the right culture to drive it forward, you might as well be talking to a brick wall and you're wasting your money. And I think think the challenge is, a lot of people think culture is putting your values on the wall. I used to think that. It's all values on the wall in the other office, and since we've moved, we haven't actually got them on the wall. And part of that is one of my big drivers. is They will be going back up on the wall at some point. It's just on my to-do list. But part of it is what I've realised massively, for anyone listening, any leaders listening, for me, culture is what, happens when a leader or manager in present yeah that's what culture is for me we can get excited about what it should be but actually what actually happens when a leader or manager in present what decisions do people make what you know, how does it work yeah and and for me when i realized our culture was, was super special was when me and scott was in copenhagen not copenhagen and malta we just did over in malta and we're an slt meeting and all the problems that came up with you and karen had solved them all and rich and you knew what you needed to do and you actually just wanted us to piss off and leave you to it. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted was permission. That was the maddest thing. Permission yeah. to do what he knew what to do. So for me, I think the big challenge is, and it's a long journey, it's a long journey, but what advice would you do, give for organisations if I'm saying culture is what happens when a leader or manager is present? How, do they, how does a leader or manager help the staff become that? Yeah, it, sound, it sounds easy to say it, but it's not. It's basically leading um, by example. It's doing the day-to-day actions that you should always be doing, the way you communicate, the way you dress, the way you speak to customers, the way you speak to your internal staff, calling things out when they need to be called out, being constructive. It's all the things that you should be doing to set examples for other staff to follow. You get businesses where if the leaders step out for the day, there's arguments go on or somebody's not done this, somebody hasn't done that. 
I think we're in a good place. We've got that culture where if you know Scott and Leon, if they do step out, they're quite confident that the business will operate the way it should based on the culture. People are going to do the right things. And the other thing is the staff have got the mindset where generally they, they know what to do and, and that's generally the right thing. Just do what you think's right. And as long as you've got reason to back that up, it's not just a, a, an off-the-cuff decision. You, you've made a, an educated sort of guess as to why you've got there. Look, I had these reasons to go for it. And as long as there's, there's meaningful thought behind some of these ideas and these, these decisions that we make as a team, then that's all you can ask. And sometimes you've got to allow that. And th- there's going to be mistakes, but you need to allow that because if you criticise or take that away from them, they're never going to look at doing that again. I love that. No, I love that. I think it's right. I think we always talk about how we do anything is how we do everything. And there was another one in my past life when we used to be doing audits. And if you're always ready, you never have to get ready. Yeah. Because you do some, you do everything right all the time. And like you say, the culture of your business is you're doing it right all the time. You might not get it right all the time, but... 95% of the time, everybody's in alignment. Nobody's frightened to have an idea and vocalise that idea because, especially as a manager, if you never make a mistake, you've never made a decision. And it, it's just things that I think you and Scott give give the rest of the team the... We call it the scaffolding. Yeah, you give them the permission to... Permission and scaffolding, I think... Different systems, different processes yep. that, that just support the decision making. And I think for me, the big thing, so my, my final prediction, that I'm, I'm, I'm predicting as well on this, which technically I already mentioned, but it is going to be human-centric. We work a lot and we specialise a lot in manufacturing, don't we? Yep. And, and you actually specialise a lot in manufacturing from your background. And we were talking about a shift from manufacturing 4.0 to 5.0, yep. remember? And going through all that. And a lot of people won't really understand what we're talking about there, but if we simplify it, manufacturing 4.0 is all about automating and doing things faster, quicker, cheaper, and you know, really driving efficiencies. And But manufacturing 5.0 is all about environmental now. So it can't, it still wants to be cheap, but it can't be at the detriment of the environment. So the environment's going to take a higher precedent than it ever did before. You saw in the Industrial Revolution, you would bloody anything, wouldn't we? We didn't, we didn't yeah. understand. Yeah. We didn't have the level of awareness that we have now. You know, the growth. So you're going to see manufacturing 5.0 is massive on the environment because we can't continue to keep doing what we're doing. We're going to see supply chains connected and bought into that. We're already seeing that. And I think what's really going to shift is, and this is why I think education needs to change, is we're going to shift away from the traditional sort of where we were taught in a classroom, fingers on lips, we've got to be quiet, we queue up. Um, because that, that's controversial what I'm going to say, but classroom kills creativity. It has done. I'm lucky to work in the university. I know for a fact that our university, for example, is one of the first universities in the country that are bringing AI into the classroom. So what they want to do is get the results done quicker and then use AI and the time they have to really drive deep understanding. Role play, how's that going to work? Use it in different ways So because we learn differently. Because, again, it's been recognised for the first time ever that dyslexic thinking is actually a skill. It's an actual recognised skill. But me in the traditional classroom sense... Uh, I was just a kid who, 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 who wasn't good enough, who was a disruptor, yeah. who, who couldn't do... Give me a test, I, I don't pass. But give me AI and creativity, we can we can rule the world, can't we? That's what we yeah. all can do. And I think what we're going to see different is people being empowered for, to do that. But I think resilience is a different thing because resilience for me, what it's going to look like in 2024, is having a go. Knowing that good 
is good enough. Doesn't have to be perfect. Um, putting scaffolding up around our teams um, and for ourselves that we're going to make mistakes. We're going to find it uncomfortable. We don't yeah. really know what this is like. And I think businesses, and this is going to be the sort of paradox, is they're going to need to slow down to speed up. And it sounds easy to say that. But with great people, you can do that. Um, we've been building and we've been slowing down, haven't we, to get mm-hmm. everything in alignment. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rock it. We're gonna rock it forward because we have got the right people, we have got the right process, and we've got the right technology. But we never used to have the right people. We never used to have the right process, did we? And technology always changing, so we're always going to be buddy changing them bits. But any trailing thoughts? What, what have you? What's your word or your emotion for this twenty twenty four? What is it? Twenty twenty four for me is being intentional. I think mine is going to be specific and I've got a lot of reasons behind that, but I need to be really focused and specific on the tasks and the people I'm spending time with this year. And I think if I can do that, it's going to help us achieve what we need to do as a business and for me personally as well. Love that. Mine is going to be next level thinking. I don't think my thinking's been big enough. So I'm going to really spend some time really try and drive where we're going because we've got the right people now and so we need to be next level where we're going so I'm, I'm excited yeah. for what's coming well done looking forward to it let's enjoy the rad yeah so that's Leon yeah. checking out Paul checking out Dean checking out latent plug think differently about your business IT let's face it it's impossible to grow a business without digital technology. Now more than ever, with everything going on in the world right now, businesses are struggling to manage, protect and work in the cloud. Transform your business IT with expert support from ThinkCloud. Learn how the most successful businesses in your sector consistently generate up to 20% higher revenues at 30% lower costs. You've come this far. You got this. Check out www.think-cloud.co.uk and book a call today.